Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Steph Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to all the shit I've learned abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Stephanie. Hello, Steph. How's it going? It's going really well. How about you, Andrea? Uh, I'm good. I have some uh, good news to report. What would that be? (laughs) Anyone that listened (laughs) last week knows that I lost my luggage on the way home from New York, but it's been found. And it's now back with me. I got it back a week later. They found it. It was sitting in New York all by itself. (laughs) I feel like they can make a really good animated movie out of that like they've done animals getting lost they they've done food as animated characters they could do luggage like what do what do all the animated luggage say to each other in those stranded luggage rooms (laughs) oh that's quite sad to think about i bet they can make a cute movie you're thinking like the the next big like pixar film exactly you should pitch that disney if you're listening (laughs) <laughs> Steph and I have a good idea. Well, it wasn't my idea. I can't leave it in the that. episode. So if it ever happens, we can be like, nope, on record. Our yeah. idea. This was our <laughs> idea. You owe us some money. This is how we're going to become rich. Yes. We finally have a tangible plan. Because <laughs> God uh, knows podcasting isn't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, it's back. It's uh, yeah, I got it back like a week later. So no more nice. stress. I was stressing hard over that bag. You, I remember how much you were stressing when you flew to Australia and they took your battery pack away. <laughs> oh God, I couldn't even imagine your luggage. You, I bet you uh, were a peach. I, yeah, definitely. I definitely handled it with grace and decorum. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet you did. Uh, um, <laughs> well, we're not talking about miss, um, missing bags today, though. Uh, today no. we're going to do... So even though our podcast name is all the shit I've learned abroad we're actually going to not go abroad today right (laughs) and we're we're talking about what's known as the staycation um Steph and I always say 
to be able to travel. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You don't have to go far to be able to experience new things and create memories from just, you know, doing things even in your hometown or traveling to places just on your doorstep. I really became a fan of the staycation. I never did it in Canada. I always laughed. And if I was driving, I would drive to the state somewhere. Now that I'm in Australia, I really do wish I saw more of Canada while I live there. I agree. Um, but once I moved to Australia and I was applying for my visa, one mm-hmm. of the stipulations at that point is you can't leave the country. Yeah, you were stuck there. I remember you were going a bit stir crazy because you're like, I am not able to fly out. I mean, I think there was a few instances where you could, but. Yeah, I had to apply and basically pay them a buttload yeah. of money to let It was me like leave. a pain. A pain in the ass, yeah. Yeah, but between not being allowed to leave the country, and I'm also not a city girl, you know this, I'm not a big city girl. No. I like small towns, and I live in Melbourne, which yeah. is this not. This is where Steph and I, again, are very opposite, where I'm very much a city girl, yes. Steph's a country girl. Oh, it didn't take me long moving here to realize I had to get out of the city every three to four weeks, or I get really antsy, I get crazy, I get irritable. Mm. And I have become a newfound fan of the staycations. And I'm just going to clarify. So I looked it up beforehand. Oxford Dictionary, shout out definition. Right. So they define a staycation essentially as a holiday spent in one's home country rather than abroad. Okay. Or, yep. Or one spent at home and involving day trips to local attractions. So like just around your, where you live. And this is, so for me being in London, like you could, yeah. There's lots to do. And- well, and I thought <laughs> I thought this would be very fitting because you, as I mentioned briefly last week, I've booked a flight over to see you to London in March. Yes. And what we don't talk about on the show is right now you're buy- you're actively looking and buying a place soon. Mm-hmm. My partner and I are actively looking and buying a place soon. So yep. for anyone who's bought a house, you know, that. Shit tightens your finances. Uh, so for we're quite a fucking while. broke, basically, <laughs> is what you're trying to say. Yes. <laughs> or we will be broke come I... <laughs> March when you're looking to come over here. Yeah, I definitely yeah. will be. <laughs> yeah. So I messaged you and I was like, hey, because norm- the, the great thing about Europe is everything is other countries are very close and ex- accessible. So at first we've yeah. been like, oh, let's go here. Let's go to Eastern Europe. And then I had to message you and say, actually, I think I'm going to be broke then. Like, can we go somewhere maybe within England? Yeah. Maybe? And to be fair, I feel like every time you've come over here or or when you were like, we, we, yeah, we haven't really experienced a lot of England. And I haven't even, to be fair, in the, in the nine years I've lived here. Again, mm-hmm. like you said, most of the time if I go on holiday, I'm getting on a plane. I'm going to another country. Um, and I haven't, and I'm trying to see more of, Uh, the UK and specifically England, because I was talking to a friend the other day about, you know, they're like, oh, where have you gone in England? I haven't been to that many places Mm -hmm. in England. So yeah, we decided, um, you know, there's some really beautiful spots on the countryside. There's some really nice hikes and walks we can do. So that's what Steph and I decided we're going to do. Yes. So we are planning essentially our own staycation together. Even though mm-hmm. I guess I'll be abroad. I don't know how that skews the definition. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be a staycation for you, but, you know. It, it is. I lived in this, London. So I'm yeah. used, I've been there so many times. It, it feels like a second, third, yeah. fourth, fifth You get home. sick of London after a while. Just visit it as like a holiday. You know yeah. what I mean? Like living here, it's one thing. But 
you know, my parents are the same. Like if they come visit me, they're just like, "Mm, we've seen London many times. (laughs) Let's go do something else. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it would be fitting to talk about staycations. Even I've done recently. I'm not sure if you've, I know you haven't done too many, but I know you've been getting out in terms of the day trip definition. You've been going on Mm -hmm. some hikes and getting out of the city And yeah, yeah, I just want to talk about that and the benefits of it. I just got to say, this is another level of travel snobbery that I've shed off of myself because I used to see other people doing this and be like, oh, like that's two hours away. You could do that anytime. Right. And it's like, as uh, I guess, as you get wiser and older, you start to appreciate things more. Well, and as you get older, the more broke you are, right? (laughs) Isn't that how it works? (laughs) That's sure how it feels. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you yeah. got to do the staycations, especially, I mean, yeah, I've got friends, um, you know, that have kids and they do a lot of staycations because they're like, it's expensive to fly your kids anywhere. Yeah. As like, soon as it, it, it all adds home. up, right? Definitely. So the one thing I really got going is I was looking at, cause I was preparing a little for this episode and mm-hmm. I was trying to wrap my mind around just the psychology of it all. Cause why do we travel? We travel either to relax, we travel to get renewed inspiration, we travel to see new things, and you you can do all of those things close to home. Yeah. It's just we take those things for granted. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, what also excited me about this episode was I was away this weekend, so about two hours from Melbourne, there's a town called Bendigo. I'd never Mm -hmm. been there, I'd heard of it, I've driven past it on the highway, And they had this Bendigo Blues and Roots Festival going on. And they had about 50 different venues with hundreds of artists all playing all throughout the day. And you pretty much go on a big pub crawl. And you go, yeah, and you just check out all the local blues music or roots. They're all all predominantly Australian artists. Uh, But it was incredible. We spent the day just, you know, drinks from noon till night having a drink at one place, watching this artist. And we saw the diversity of it was incredible. The town was beautiful. I had no idea. This was a gold, a gold rush town from back in during the gold rush. Right. So everything there was built on gold. So all the architecture there was incredible. Oh, it was so beautiful. And I completely forgot I was within two hours of my home. Well, and that's, I think festivals are a really good um, idea for something that you can, because I feel like most cities will have, Mm. like, especially in the summertime, like London's a great example. There's always a festival going on at any weekend in the, in the summer, whether it's in London or just outside of London. Um, And that's always a really good uh, staycation. I think even if you, yeah, get to a festival, listen to some music and you don't have to go far for it. Yeah. And literally we drove there. Our entire costs were, gas hotels I booked on Mm hotels.ca and then just what we decided to spend on drinks what we were that was it and it was all your budget went to drinks yep I mean I'm pretty sure we spent more on drinks than we did on the other two combined for sure (laughs) it is Australian prices after all yeah true but yeah it's just been incredible and I've got a whole bunch coming up I'm doing overnight hikes where I'm taking my day packs and I'm going to be hiking you know, hiking all day, camping at night. And I did a hike last week where they had so, this is going to sound really corny, but I've never seen so many trees I'd never seen in my life. Doesn't that sound silly? What, trees? 
trees. Yeah, there were so many trees, and I think the group were laughing at me because they're all very used to these. They're Australian outdoors. Right. And I, I was stopping the group to take photos of trees. You're such a nerd. That I'd never seen. <laughs> I just didn't know. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, like like doing walks, hikes, as we mentioned. Like, it's cheap. It doesn't cost anything to do that. And again, Steph, you and I, we've planned to do the the Seven Sisters um, mm-hmm. walk while you're here. So, I mean, that's what I've, I've still never done. And uh, everyone tells me it's absolutely amazing. So I'm going to wait for you. Yes, And that's what we're going to do. But it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, you know, we just get, we go, we go with our map. And it's a free activity. I think, like you said, we'll probably, the only cost will be hotel while we're there. We might go to the pub, have a few mm-hmm. drinks. But even then, out there, you know, a drink doesn't cost as much as it does in London. So actually, we'll probably True. be saving money by getting out of <laughs> London for a couple of days. Well, 100%. If you should see what I spent last time I was in London. Because I was just, I was doing the like, oh, I'm sure the pound is not that far off to the dollar. Brexit's crashing it. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I spent an exorbitant amount of money there unintentionally. Oh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> and well, another one. So I recently went away. It was in September, actually, for my birthday weekend. Uh, girlfriend and I went on a little road trip and she found on Airbnb. So I don't know if anyone knows this, but on Airbnb, you can filter by the types of places you want to stay. Mm-hmm. And the standard accommodation on Airbnb are, you know, a room in someone's house an apartment to yourself, a place to yourself. But then once you get into the more forest and the outdoors, they have really unique experiences. Have you ever stayed at any of the unique? I haven't, but I have seen them. It's, it's like you said, you, you stay at the, at these hotels or Airbnbs for, yeah, the experience. It's a very yeah. like unique, like boutique type, either room or flat, whatever it might be. Yeah, so we actually stayed in a yurt. Oh, I've stayed in a yurt before. Have Not you? Not through Airbnb. Yeah, like at a, a, it was like a, some work thing. Oh my gosh. It was quite cool. I loved I it. Loved I mean, that. it was 37 degrees though. Oh. Okay. Uh, we That's we were in, a, in the middle of a, a massive heat wave, but yeah, it was cool though, nonetheless. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you can stay in, they have tree houses. They have mm. so many different types of places that I'd never heard of. So it's like, even though you're staying local to home, you can find these really unique experiences that maybe you didn't realize they have for you. Existed uh, so close, right? Yeah. So the one thing that really surprised me is all the different types of places you can stay. So you can have crazy cool experiences depending on where you live, obviously. But within a few hours of yourself, have you, I'm sure, and I'm sure you've seen these. Have you seen, for example, there's igloos in Norway. Have you seen those? Oh, yes. Are those the ones where you can uh, sleep like under the stars, basically? Yep. So it's all. Or is there, are you talking about actual igloos or like the, the, the clear ones where you no, sleep? No, no, no. The cl- can... Yeah, they're not real. They're, uh, yeah, okay. they're igloo shaped and they're, it's all glass. So you're sleeping under. Yeah, they've got those in uh, yeah a lot of, I think, like Scandinavian countries like Norway as well, where you can see the northern lights. Well, that's where I'd always seen them. And you always see these glamorous pictures on, you know, top right. travel buckets in the trap, top bucket list places to stay in the world. And, mm. but they have one here in Australia. Really? So some, yeah. So sometimes you think these things are so far away and you just don't think to look what's near you. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So are you going to go stay in an igloo in Australia? I mean, it's definitely on the list. Yes. Igloo in Australia. I never thought I would 
say both those words in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it until you said it that way. Uh, yeah. All right. That's cool. All okay. right. Think, think about the Airbnb you stayed in when you were here. We stayed at an animal life, uh, an animal sanctuary just a couple hours from me. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. The animal sanctuary. We fed uh, the kangaroos and what was the uh, the 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 pig like thing that thought it was a dog? No, the wombats. That's it. The wombat. That is the worst description I've ever heard for a wombat. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was called. <laughs> I feel but like yeah. she would yell at you. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> and I got to tell you, because we were bottle feeding animals. Uh, my parents love those photos so much. And for anyone who doesn't know, my parents are coming to visit me in Australia for a month. They're going to do that next weekend. They're going to the same sanctuary because they want to do the same things. They want to see the albino kangaroo and bottle feed them and see oh. the wombats. And yeah, they were they're gonna really stay in envious. The, they're going to stay in the uh, camper van that we stayed in? Yep. Same camper With van, same everything. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. So there's another idea, guys. Um, but you mentioned animals. And, you know, now a lot of cities, they have city farms, right? So even in London, another good example, if anyone is listening in, in, in the UK or in London, um, there's so many city farms now that you can go to. So there's the Hackney City Farm. Um, there's the Vauxhall City Farm. And you can go and they've got animals. I know the one in Vauxhall, they've got the alpacas there. So that's another idea. Uh, you can go. A lot of them have like cute little cafes in there where they use eggs from the chickens. And so, yeah, city farms. That's something I do a lot. Again, if I'm like broke and I just feel like I need to go and do something cool in the city, I go to the city farms and they don't cost a lot. I think it's like a couple pounds to get in. Go check out all the uh, the cute little animals. Oh, I love that. Yeah. They and then know. on top, we went uh, last year, actually, me and a, mm -hmm. a couple friends from work, we went to this alpaca farm that's about oh, like ooh. half an hour. It was really cool. Half an hour outside of London um, mm -hmm. in, in it was like in Essex. So kind of London, but kind of outside. Um, and yeah, so we went to this alpaca farm and we got to have basically like a pet alpaca for the day. And we would walk it around and we got to feed it. 
And then you learned about all the alpacas for the day. And it was really cool. And it was so fun. It was like literally the best day ever. I I had this uh, white alpaca and her name was Pavlova. And she was a sassy bitch. And (laughs) just like you. I know. I feel like we all got matched up with, you know, our personalities. Um, But that was another really cool thing that we did. So a nice little staycation. Check out the city farms, guys, or find an alpaca farm if you can. Who doesn't want to go to an alpaca farm? No one. Everyone does. Everyone wants to have a pet alpaca for the day. So I was recently looking to go away for a weekend and I found this one place that looked really cool. And you basically, it said you got to stay in the post office. Stay in a post office. Yeah, I was really intrigued. So I was reading it and to look at the building, it was very clearly, you know, a very, you know, hundred year old type of traditional post building where there was probably a lot of history. And at some point it was the center of the town. And then I was reading the reviews and this one guy wrote on it. He's like, stayed here. It's actually a post office, still a post office. I stayed in a post office. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why would anyone want to stay in a post office, though? I don't get it. Like, why did we, you and I stayed in a jail cell? Yeah, but it wasn't like a functioning jail. Like, we weren't in prison. I don't, I think the town, it's just one of those really small towns, like population 200. Where it's the only unique angle they had going for them. And there's a room in the post office building. So they Airbnb it. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. They're multiple revenue streams. Okay. Another unique experience that you can do at home. Hey, guys, check out in your hometown if you can sleep in the post office for the night. (laughs) That would be fantastic. We're laughing, but you know someone somewhere has done it. Definitely. Guys, if you've slept in a post office, please let us know and tell us how your experience was. <laughs> I also have on my Australian bucket list to stay in a lighthouse. I get a lighthouse. I mean, I could get people staying in a lighthouse. Yeah. Not a post office. I'm sure in uh, in the UK you can, because uh, there's so many seaside towns here. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of these places have lighthouses. Yeah. And oh, honestly, I can find lighthouses all around the world where you can stay in. So, I mean, okay. I think it's a realistic staycation option for a lot of people. I mean, obviously if you're landlocked and you don't have any water in driving distance, maybe not. I mean, if, yeah, if you live in parts of Canada, you know, like Saskatchewan <laughs> or Alberta, it's like, yeah, oh, you're maybe no. not going <laughs> to. I mean, I've looked at our stats. I don't think we have any listeners in Saskatchewan or Alberta. <laughs> All right. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but but yeah, going back like seaside towns, that's a that's a, a big thing that the Brits do. Yeah, you you drive a couple hours or even get on the train and go an hour outside of London and you're in like these really cute seaside towns where you can go to the beach, you can eat oysters, you can get cheap pints, which is always great, not paying mm-hmm. London prices. But yeah, I've been to a couple of these um there's a place called Margate that is, I absolutely love Margate. Um, I went a few years ago, though. It was a pretty, at the time, I guess it was a bit run down. Um, yeah. But now they've kind of redone it again. And it's now quite a popular, like, seaside destination for people to go to. So um, places like that, people can, you know, you can go to Cornwall in the UK. There's tons of places. Well, the one thing I think this won't be relevant for really our Australian or North American listeners, but for you, being in Europe... There are tons of really incredible castle stays. Yes. We can stay in a castle. I've seen a lot of castles in the UK. I know. Steph, do you remember remember when we went to Scotland? 
We, we mm-hmm. went and saw the Edinburgh castle and we were in there for like 20 minutes and we're like, great. Another castle. <laughs> <laughs> it's still yeah. a great castle though. Banging castle. If anyone is looking to go. Oh, but yeah. So I, really what I'm trying to do here, you know, is I'm low key trying to inspire you for your, our staycation planning when I come there. Oh, so you want to stay in a castle? I mean, I don't know if I do, but let's look into it. I'll call up the queen and see if we can crash for the night. Do I mean, the worst they'll say is no. True. <laughs> new, new goal. Stay with the queen. Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Done deal. We can, I can sort that out. I'm going to write them an email from our official Should Abroad Pod email address. Yeah. You got to help me out. It's got to be witty. And you're the witty one. Right. That's true. Okay. Also... If you know, it, like maybe someone has a friend who is a fan of the staycations or they can't go. One of the best things I've had personally happen in Australia is family members here, my in-laws, who have given us gifts that are kind of these websites. So the two websites I've gotten are adrenaline.com.au and redballoon.com.au, okay. where it's a gift card to the site and then you can book experiences on the site. All right. So I've actually done weekends away where... My partner and I, we find super cheap accommodation. We book something, whether it's we've done quadding, we've done um, go-karting, just, you know, really fun, exciting date type things away just a couple hours out of Melbourne. And it's a whole weekend away. Yeah, they definitely have. Uh, I've seen I've seen similar apps in the UK and I know I've got friends that have gone. What is it called? They learn how to like train falcons. What? Um, Hold on. <laughs> so like you can pay to go out to the countryside and basically you have like a big falcon on your arm and then they fly around and like, I don't know, you just train them to, I guess, fly back. But anyways, that's the thing. Um, and oh then you gosh. can also go like clay shooting. There's just loads of stuff, like you said, like just little daytime activities that, that you can easily do. And I can guarantee you some of these apps, like the ones you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, like Groupon, you can always find activities on Groupon. Oh, Groupon's the best. Yeah, just to see what's going on either in your hometown or, like you said, if you need to drive like an hour or two away, um, just to find like cool stuff to do. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do. And again, like I feel like people take for granted a lot of the time where they live and the stuff that is going on around them. And and yeah, they do feel like they have to, to have like a vacation. They have to leave. They have to, to go outside of where they're from and you don't have to. And I think that's really what I wanted to emphasize today because for some people, they have these grandiose images of traveling and vacations in their head. And it doesn't need to be that way. I know you and I preach, like, if you want to do something, you can do it, save for it, um, Mm. plan for it. But sometimes, and you and I are like this, I need to get away every couple weeks for my sanity Mm -hmm. or else I go crazy in the city. Right. And I can't, obviously, doing that every couple weeks if I don't find ways to do that cheap and reasonable, it's not feasible. So I just really wanted to pass this on because... I'm a big fan. Totally. And another thing, oh, if you do live in a big city, like one of the best things about mm-hmm. living in London, and what I've done this before where I've just taken a day off from work, and I just go check out museums. And like, thankfully here, they're free. Oh. Like, does Melbourne have, you do have lots oh, of museums we ha- there. You know what? We have so many that I haven't been to yet. I've been to Ooh. the National Gallery of Victoria, but yep. I know there's some other incredible ones because here we have the NGV. I've been there. I've taken tons of tours there because they also have really cool immersive exhibits going on all the time. 
But there's so many I walk by. I walk by the Immigration Museum. There's the ACMI, which is the Australian Center for the Moving Image. They have a sports museum. Like, there are tons here, and I haven't gone to. And every time I walk by them, I'm like, why haven't I done this? I think it's one of those things, as you said, that people just, when you live somewhere and you've got all this stuff at your doorstep, you just don't ever get around to doing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's the same being in London. There's, I mean, I've done a lot of the museums here. So we've got like the Science Museum, um, the V&A, which is a great one. We've got Tate Modern, which is a a really popular one. The Tate Britain. But yeah, I haven't done all of them yet. So I think I need to maybe book another day of work at some point and have a little museum day just on my own. Yeah. And, and think about it because it gives you that sense of, you know, you've taken the time off work too. If you do that, like you get that sense, that rush, that excitement of not right. going into work and how yeah. many nights or days, especially me, cause I work from home where I sit at home all day. Yeah. Like I can literally go to a museum and then work in the coffee shop. You could work in the museum. I'll just pretend I work there. I'll grab a name tag, <laughs> put it on. And give fake tours. Love until it. I get kicked out. Oh my out. God. Please do that. You should become a tour guide on the side. I feel like I would have had it in me when I was 25 to pretend. And now as I'm older, I'm like, oh, what will they do? You'll be kicked out of Australia for sure. <laughs> really? They'll be like, ma'am, you need to leave. Like, that's all that. <laughs> ma'am, please leave. <laughs> ma'am, you are not a tour guide. You may not give this tour. <laughs> ma'am, please pack up your laptop and get out. We're not going to ask you again. <laughs> And Steph was then banned from all museums in Melbourne. (laughs) (laughs) It started with good intentions. But yeah, and also within Melbourne, and I'm going to look this up after. I wish I did it before to see if London has something similar. So there's, if you go into Northern Victoria, there's a highway with almost nothing there. It's just small town, small town, small town. And what they did to make that road trip more exciting and to get, encourage people to pull off into those small towns to encourage business was all the grain silos. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to post this on our Instagram. They have painted these silos. Like you will not believe it is stunning. And Mm. the work that go in and it's, these are these massive, some of them are five silos wide uh, portraits and it is incredible. So, so whatever, what's happening is you see it coming up on the highway and you pull over and everyone gets out and walks and there's obviously there's signs explaining who the artist is and what it represents and you take photos and then the local cafes are nearby. So it actually helps stimulate the economy nearby of all these small towns that otherwise were kind of dwindling. They've got this thing in London uh, by this, he's like a, uh, a French like street artist and he's mm-hmm. painted a bunch of different space invaders. So you remember like the space invaders game from the 80s? Yeah. Like, kind of. yeah. So he's painted like, I think there's like over a hundred of them in London. And one of the things is like, you go out and try to find all the space invaders. I think like a lot of them are in Soho in London, oh. but it's like quite a cool little thing that you can do. Again, if you just have like a day to kill, just spend the day oh, definitely. going and searching for space invaders. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I think that's an important part of a staycation, don't tell anyone you're doing a staycation. Why because, is that? Why do you think that? Uh, well, I mean, for me, my work, I've always been glued to my phone. I'm always on call. Since I work remotely, people assume I'm always available at all times. Oh, right. So sometimes you just need to set the boundary of I'm off. I'm going to be away. And I mean, it's no one's business where away is for you. So so what you're saying is if you tell people that you're like, if you're off work, but you're just staying kind of 
close to home that they'll bother you more? Is that what you're, you're saying? Definitely. And I think a very important part of, you know, the staycation is to get that feeling of vacation. Right. Without maybe the cost or time that a lot of abroad vacations can take. But if you tell people you're close or if they know, they think you're still available or, mm. oh, you have a couple of days off and you're not going anywhere. Let's go for dinner. Can I come over for lunch or things which is nice. I mean, if that's yeah. what you want to do, but a staycation is to get that feeling of vacation, which means shutting down, turning off, and relaxing. Going. Yeah. I think an important part is not to tell people that's what you're doing, to do that's it for a good, yourself. That's a good tip. I would have never mm-hmm. thought to, to, to do that. Because, yeah, I, I've definitely done that where I've taken just a day off work and people ask me what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, I'm just chilling at home. And as you said, it's either that then my work are getting in touch with me with questions about stuff because they know it's only a day and they know I'm in town. And, yeah, and then you just don't feel like you've had mm-hmm. that, as you said, relaxing switch off. I mean, which is the whole idea of going on holiday or having a vacation is the switch off mode. Exactly. And one thing I'm notoriously guilty of that I've really had to address is I'm an independent contractor. I invoice people for my time. And when I take days off, if I check my phone and respond, I can spend an hour responding to something that I actually don't even think to invoice for later. I know. Steph, in- I- Steph invoices me um, for her time when we do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You should see how much it costs to have to speak to my best friend every week. <laughs> Through the roof. <laughs> Bitch ain't cheap. <laughs> That should be every woman's motto. Uh, I don't work for free. That's what Steph always tells me anytime I just need to chat to her. (laughs) Okay. First and foremost is to kind of choose the style you want. So do you want a getaway in nature? Do you want a resort type of getaway? Do you want a detox? Do you want a cultural experience? Because all of those things are available within hours of where you live. I mean, unless you're in rural Saskatchewan, maybe there's nothing. There <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> if you're in yeah parts of Canada where you really can't escape, then you can go horseback riding. <laughs> so decide your budget, spend the bare minimum. There's tons of free things to do. If you are unsure of free things to do near you, I like a challenge. So send me where you live and I will find some shit Ooh. for you to do. Steph's good at this kind of stuff. She's really good at finding those really like unique fun experiences. And yeah, like you said, Steph's a pro. Get in touch with her. I swear to God, people say to me things like, oh, it must be nice to be able to do these things all the time. I'm like, I am the cheapest bitch you'll ever meet. It's true. She is. Like people, I mean, the world can't be full of people like me because then no one would stay in business. But thankfully, there's people who make money. I mean, you're that's not me. Considering how much you invoice your clients, I don't know why you're so cheap. I cheap wish. Cheap <laughs> um, And have the time of your life. Oh, I love it. Well, yeah, guys, we've given you tons of ideas what you can do for your own staycation. And like we said, it you don't have to go far. You don't have to hop on a plane every time you feel like you want to get away and relax and switch off or create new memories. You can do it all at your doorstep. Yep. And if you don't know what you can do, I'm serious. My offer stands. Send me where you're located. I'll put together a little mini itinerary for you. Yeah. And then she'll invoice you for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Happy staycation. All the shit I've learned abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. 
You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Should Have Learned Abroad Pod and donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Should Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the Should Have Learned Abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.